Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly lose the smoke position. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly lose the smoke position. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. Our favorite actor? Oh, this is about to be. Off to a great start. This is about to be an episode. All right, you already know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal Whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, you already know who it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bretz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nadies, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., a.k.a. Nate Yawine, a.k.a. Belly Rollin', a.k.a. Silk Pajamas, a.k.a. Nebron James, huh? aka Nady Wise, aka him, aka Young Caesar Christ, aka what movie I see this weekend? <laughs> you already know who it is. It's Nate Saw. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and Roly Man. And it's a. Uh... It's Kyle Knight, Pusha K. Kyle Knight, what's his face? Kyle Knight. Dang. <laughs> dang. 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 Huh? Back. Hey. Nah. It's Kyle Knight, Pusha K. Kyle Knight, what's his face? Kyle Knight ate the creme brulee off collection plate. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Kyle Knight, Kyanya. Kyle Knight, Osama. Kyle Knight popped a willy on his Yokohama. Oh, is this what you be doing in your spare time? <laughs> when I get free time at work, I write stuff like they call me Cool Breeze. Two for 20 tall tees. I tried to unlock my mansion door with my boat keys. Oh, my. <laughs> uh. It's <Yikes>. also... Joaquin Pennsworth, a.k.a. Kai, Dallas Sign, a.k.a. Knife Guy, a.k.a. Booking Agent K, a.k.a. Young Black Phillip, a.k.a. Kyanya Taylor-Joy, a.k.a. Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah, a.k.a. Terry Hightower, a.k.a. Chevy K, a.k.a. Chorus Kojo, a.k.a. Station Wagon K, a.k.a. Chadwick Flossman, a.k.a. Thug Apatow, a.k.a. It's Kyle Knight, Kai Reese, Kyle Knight, Five Feet, Kyle Knight did the kickflip on the concrete, Sweet, Larry, would you be my sweet love for? Do you want me running back? I right, go from the top. It's oh, Kyle Knight, Pusha K. Kyle Knight, what's his face? Kyle Knight ate creme brulee off the collection plate. Kyle Knight, listening to some JLX. Kyle Knight, Kyanya. Kyle Knight, Osama. Kyle Knight popped a wheelie on his Yokohama. <laughs> I said it's 
It's cool breeze. Two for twenty tarties. I tried to unlock my mansion door with my boat keys. Hey, I didn't know he was getting the insight to that next album. <laughs> it's Kyle Knight, Kyrie's <laughs> Kyle Knight, five feet. Kyle Knight did the kickflip on the concrete. Hey, I, I know milkshakes wrote these bars for you. Nah, no tell her she can take them back. Them is straight off the presses, <laughs> straight off the top of my head. Jotted them down before I went on my lunch break. <laughs> oh shoot. Alright, you see any movies since the last episode, which felt like 20 years ago. Yeah, we really did, and I don't think I've seen any movies, because we've been watching, uh, trying to catch up on American Horror Story, which each episode are a legit hour, <laughs> and there are several episodes. Yeah, I we... did watch the Janae Aiko short film. She got a short film? Yeah, for um, Oh yeah, we about to meet Janae Aiko soon. Did you got backstage passes? Uh huh. Dang. <laughs> Hopefully she don't stink. Yeah, I feel and, like she's gonna smell like a patchouli oil. And tell her her Big Sean tattoo is ridiculous. It really is. It's like I'm probably gonna see her and be fake. Uh huh. Like today, like, I love I you, love girl. That tattoo. <laughs> That's why I always say now. After my Mike Conley experience, yeah, after you said I nice. After you said nice playoff. I don't want to meet I don't no know what that famous you people. Body of, <laughs> if you call this body of playoffs, if I did that to Mike Conley, yeah, just what would I do? <laughs> what would I do if I ever got the chance to meet LeBron? I might literally faint. <laughs> I don't want to do yeah, that. I can't imagine what you're going to say is nice on him. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You you told Mike Conley he had a nice playoffs. I'll probably tell LeBron, like, good, you look like you got a good workout regimen going. Yeah. And he'll <laughs> look at you. And he'll be like, thanks. Then he'll give me tips. Nah. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. I actually saw a few movies before I had a debacle in my personal life. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so first up on the Netflix, we was talking about this last episode, but I watched The Babysitter. I don't think I watched the trailer for this movie at all, so I didn't know what to expect, but it was actually entertaining. It was a quick watch. It was like 85 minutes. It got into the, the plot kind of late for an 85 minute movie. So the plot seems like it goes by fast, but the movie's funny uh just it's like doesn't take itself seriously so i enjoyed it um i didn't know king batch or whatever his real name is mm-hmm. Andrew Bashley. he was the funniest person in the movie he said uh, what did he say they walked into one of the the kids the main kids room and he was like oh i know his hobby must be getting bullied <laughs> <laughs> and i was dying at that he said uh, had a bunch of funny lines bella thorne was not as funny, but she was trying, so I gave her the benefit of the doubt. And she also wasn't in the movie as much as I would have liked um, compared to everybody else. That's her new thing. Yeah, I don't like that. There was an individual who got stabbed in the head twice with knives and was still talking, so that was annoying. (laughs) Um, What else? The director of this movie, it seems like he or she, because I forget who it was, was like an Edgar Wright fan, and they watch Scott Pilgrim, and then try to Show do like a, a like a very knockoff light version of that the the style that was portrayed in that movie. You know, just with the teen slasher genre spin to it. The bullies in these movies look like parody bullies, and I'm getting sick 
of movies. They need to step their bully game up because the bullies they be throwing in movies aren't menacing anymore. They look like goofballs. Yeah, the new bullies is just the ones that mess with your mental. And I, I don't like that. They look like, like physical bullies. Yeah, I want dudes who look like they will murder you. <laughs> look like dudes you do not want to mess with. Not guys who look like they got Halloween costumes on. It had good bullies. Yeah, they, they, they he had a mullet. Anybody <laughs> mullet, with a mullet crazy. He tried to write his name in somebody's yeah. stomach. Yeah, they they were over the top. They had a rock war. A legit rock that war. Was just crazy. They cause... were very close to one another, too. <laughs> so they was wildin'. The acting in the movie was so-so. But uh, to once again revisit what I said just a second ago, movie was entertaining, so I wasn't mad at it. Keep it pushing at the movies. Your boy watch Jigsaw. The movie finally came. I've been anticipating this movie for the good and bad reasons ever since it was announced. I didn't think it was coming out this year. Then they gave me the trailer. Wasn't happy with what I saw. Didn't want this sequel in the first place. Wasn't expecting much from it. Now it takes us up to me watching the film. The whole first two acts of the movie does not feel like a Saw movie. It feels like... (laughs) They literally just came back to try to make money off the name, and the kills were trash. There was barely any violence compared to the other ones. Like the the traps were nowhere near as good as in the other ones, and some of the other ones didn't even have like great traps. But this one was just it was uh, I just was not feeling it. But it was it was still okay, even with all that said. The most gruesome kill, of course. Or before the end of the movie was with the black guy, so gotta expect it. <laughs> then we come to the end of the movie where they get their legendary twist going and spins and whatnot. And that's when it felt like a Saw movie. I enjoyed that part because that's why I like the other movies. I like the story and I like the entertainment that the violence brings and all that. But I really like it because you can always expect a twist to come at the end of the movie. Even if you, ex- you can expect what the twist is. How they go about it and the little like little nuances that they throw in there that you might not have guessed and how they just make it all come together, I really like. And they did that again with this movie. Even though from the very first time this character came onto the screen, I pointed and I was like, that's the killer. Because <laughs> there's some dialogue that he says when he comes in that is very giveaway-ish if you watch Saw movies and if you don't. But even even though I figured out who it was from the get-go, I still liked how they did it. I still like how they brought um, Tobin Bell's Jigsaw back into the story. At first, I wasn't feeling it. But then how when they come to the resolution at the end, I liked that. So I appreciate it. So all in all, I thought this movie was enjoyable. I'm biased, too, because if a movie does something good that I like, I really like the franchise. So I'm going to be biased with it. And... um. Yeah. Now, should they make any more? No. Nah. But I guess if I ha- if this they gonna force me force me this movie, then I'm cool with it. Now we can keep it pushing. And this is a movie where, if they ever do actually reboot reboot it in the future, they gotta be real particular with how they do it. Because if they take the same approach that these movies did with the twists and stuff, they gotta change up a bunch of the story. It can't just be legit like. Um, scene by scene re- redos or re- like, uh, reshoots or whatever because it is not going to work. It's not going to be good. So you can't do it like you do like a Halloween or a Nightmare on Elm Street. You got to be particular with how you go about doing this. 
So it'll be uh, interesting to see how they approach this property in the future. This movie was number one at the box office. It made its uh, its um, budget back already. So they might make another sequel, and that's going to suck. All right, keep it pushing. Also at the movies, I saw a movie by the name of Marshall. This movie should have been called Marshall and Friedman because <laughs> Josh Gad's character was probably more of the main focus in this movie Lord. than uh, Chadwick's Theodore. Nope, Thurgood. Yeah, <laughs> I was called him Theodore Marshall. Marshall. Thurgood Marshall because um, – Marshall wasn't allowed to speak in the courtroom that this case uh, that the the case in this movie dealt with, and it was all Josh Gad's character. So it was like Marshall was being the puppet master behind the scenes. But if you got a movie named after you, you're supposed to be this big time attorney. I would like to see you be the main focus in the movie. With all that said, the movie was actually good. Chadwick <laughs> killed it. He showed you he's the black acting king of impersonations. Because every movie that he does impersonating a famous black person, he does a great job in it, whether the movie is so-so or not. He killed it as Jackie Robinson, killed it as uh, James Brown. Now he did a great job as Thurgood. So, good for him. Uh, you know, Chadwick gave us a quick glimpse of what we should see in Black Panther next year with this quick little bar fight that was happening with some racists. Um, uh, the acting for the whole cast was great. Uh, I like to compare this movie to this Robert Downey Jr. film that came out a few years ago called The Judge. But I, th- I, like, the, yeah. I like The Judge more, though. And these racism movies are getting tough for me to watch. They're funny, but then just the way they act. I'd be thinking back, to, if I was back then, I would have a hard time letting some of this stuff fly. I'd have been lynched. So, yeah, so good movie. If you want to go see it, check that out. Continuing my Blu-ray marathon, which I had stalled for the past several weeks, went and watched Interstellar. This is a great movie. It's not my favorite Christopher Nolan movie at all because it is too science fictiony when it comes to the dialogue and the <laughs> understanding of space and whatnot. And it's super long. But the fact that it's super long <laughs> and it is really hard to understand Makes it tiresome, but it's still good at the same time. So it doesn't have much rewatching appeal to it. Like you can't just like you got to go like a couple years in between watching this movie and over and over again for me. But still good. It looks great. Uh, Hans Zimmer killed it with the score. Uh, the little twist at the end with the black hole situation uh, scenario. Even though I still can't explain it to you to this day, it's still an interesting uh, piece of the story. So. Kudos to that movie. Then the last movie I watched, continue my Blu-ray marathon. One of my favorite movies of all time, The Avengers. Talk about this movie all the time. It's just, it's great. When the action gets going, it gets going. But then, even before that, the the humor aspect that they added to it, and just seeing the culmination of the Marvel Cinematic Universe at that point come together, was just a feat in itself. So the fact that they that movie came out gives it a bunch of points in my book. So that's why I put it so high up on my list, even before the fact that it's just one of the most entertaining movies that I've seen. So, yeah. All right. Now, I wanted to introduce... Cause, oh, yeah, I don't have any um, episode past episode <laughs> reflections because I ain't listened to the episode yet. But wanted to, maybe we can introduce this, uh, this 
Spurs. It's Kyle Knight, Pusha K. Kyle Knight, what's his face? Kyle Knight ate the creme brulee oh, off a of collection God. plate. It's Kyle Knight, Kayanya. Kyle Knight, Asama. That happens when you stumble over Kyle your words. Kyle Knight, Dr. Willie. <laughs> Willie on his yoga island. It's Kyle Knight, Kyrie. Kyle Knight, five feet. Kyle Knight did the kickflip on the concrete. <laughs> Hold on, I can't remember that one. I got to look at it. Oh, goodness gracious. They call me Cool Breeze. Can't Two for 20 tarts. <laughs> I tried to unlock oh, my man's door with my boat key. He said this like 15 times See, already. Th- can't even remember his own <laughs> I can't remember this one. <laughs> this one's on paper. This one's on the phone. <laughs> See, this This is telling a story. You wrote that with Crown, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew one of the, I knew you got kids writing your raps. <laughs> and you go up to kids on the street like, can you write my raps, little nah. boy? See, this one's telling a story. I'm Cool Breeze. Just imagine me. On the beach. Oh, my god! The wind whipping through my tauty. <laughs> and I try to go back to the mansion. And I can't get in. I'm like, my king. I'm like, ah, uh, this is the key to my boat. So I'll say it again. Now that you got the middle picture, they call me Cool Breeze. Two for 20 tauties. I tried to unlock my mansion door with my boat keys. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyways. So I guess we all learn a lesson that if you stumble over your words, you're going to regret it. But anywho... Franklin. I didn't like the <laughs> before turtle shell taco for one. It feel like we ain't did this. <laughs> it <and> really has. <laughs> hey, I need to be pull my shirt out. Hey, but um, so I was thinking of this new little, quick little uh part of the show where we take an actor or actress from one of the relevant movies from the week or something like that or one that we talked about lists like either there or i'll give you their movies we'll go through quickly and just pinpoint which one is their best or worst movie whichever one we depend on or decide on for that week and then i'll take that movie and then i'll add that movie to uh one of the brackets i'll do in the future and come up with a concept off of that so just to try it out Ain't nobody famous in Jigsaw, so it's going to be real hard to pick something that they did. So we'll go with the babysitter. Okay. And we'll take, we'll go, I'll let you choose between Bella Thorne or Robbie Emile. Which one, who you wanted to get the spotlight for this week? How many movies have each individual of them done? Let's see, Robbie Emile has done, he has done one, two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We can do Bella Thorne because I think she has. Because Robbie, he for sure got a good movie on his list. Bella Thorne, off the top of my head, I can't tell you if she's done a good movie. She's done a, some of these movies I never heard of. <laughs> so I'll just name the ones that we've heard of. Okay. So she's done Blended. Woo. <laughs> 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 Alexander, the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. I've seen that movie. Frog Kingdom, I think I kind of remember that. Huh. Perfect High, I don't remember. Okay. Big Sky. Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road trip. Oh. Uh, she was an executive producer on something called Shovel Buddies. Uh, that sounds whack. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Tyler Perry's Boo and Madea Halloween. You Get Me, which I watched earlier this year. The Babysitter. Amityville The Awakening. That made under $1,000. Good. It was nowhere in it. It looks whack. So, 
from between those movies, which <laughs> one of those was her best movies? Right now, it's, it's between like Blended, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank, Boo. No, it's got to be the babysitter. I'm going. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going off of the reviews of it. It uh, definitely has has her best re- reviews. It's between that and Alexander the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Yeah, I ain't seen that. And I would put that as her <laughs> top two movies as well. But yeah. The Babysitter is her best movie right yeah. now. So, all right. So, we're going to throw The Babysitter in this uh, yet-to-be-titled bracket that I'm going to make later down the line. Hopefully, I actually remember. So, we'll see how this goes. All right. You got anything before we jump into some topics for this week? Introduced this last week, or the week before. By the way, we're recording this on Halloween. Balloween, yeah. as I call it. Last week, I thought Halloween was that coming Saturday, <laughs> so I was tripping. Woo! 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 Ball player, ball player. Hey! Um... DJ Academics had the nerve to say that was one of the best yeah. courses that Quavo has ever came up with. This is how I know I'm not a part of this generation. The sad thing is, he's older than me. So yeah, I don't understand. Crazy. I don't understand people in this music. Eminem, the revival to the hip hop game is yeah. coming in T minus less than 20 days. Thank so you. I if, can't wait. If y'all don't recognize that song for a new game, this game is called Franchise Player. A game in which I will name four actors, actresses, or directors, and then four movie franchises. And he'll have to pair up an actor, actress, or a director to um, one of the movie franchises that I name. And going forward during weeks, I will start renaming franchises, but I'll continue to say different actors, actresses, and directors. But I think I got everything fresh this week. So your first list of four actors are... (laughs) Frankie Muniz. Oh my gosh. Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Logan Lerman. Mm hmm. And Christian Bale. Okay. Your franchises are Toy Story, (laughs) Kingsman, Dragon Ball, and The Conjuring Universe. So we got Frankie Muniz, Shia, Christian Bale, Logan Lerman Mm -hmm. for Toy Story, Kingsman, Kingsman, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, and The Conjuring. All right, from jump, we can throw Frankie Muniz into Dragon Ball. I wanna. I'm done with Frankie Muniz. He doesn't. He doesn't split the spotlight. See, I would have probably put him in Toy Story because then you can just put him as a as a voice. True that. If you put him in Dragon Ball, we guarantee another bad Dragon Ball. Oh, I'm supposed. Oh, I'm supposed to be making these movies good. However, you want to make them. Oh, I'm I'm make it bad because you already gave us a bad Dragon Ball. Go okay. ahead, give us another bad Dragon Ball again. I don't think you'll ever make that movie good. I don't even know if I want to see a good Dragon Ball movie after I don't want the, them to make one. Yeah, after the atrociousness that y'all made with Dragon Ball Evolution, mm-hmm. which we still gotta, yeah, we watch gotta watch for it. a podcast episode. So Frankie Muniz on there. Okay, that leaves you with Shia LaBeouf, Logan Lerman, Christian Bell, Toy Story, Kingsman, and Condra. I would put um, Logan Lerman probably could if they made like a. Let's say they wanted to already reboot the Kingsman <laughs> or let um Eggsy's character have a 
somebody to mentor, even though they might be the same age in real life. Probably. <laughs> uh, Logan Lerman, I don't, I don't know how he currently looks, but yeah. he did look like he could still play somebody young, so he could play that character, and he... He looks like he would have the the chops to do an action movie. So now we got Christian Bell and Shia and Toy Story and Conjuring. I'm going to put Shia in the Conjuring because he used to running around yelling and screaming and need to pair him up with something that can get him back on his feet. He was supposed to be an action star. He messed. I don't know if he necessarily messed that up, but that didn't go as... It didn't last as long as it should have. And then he's now doing the little indie films. Now he can try to jump back in the horror game with James Wan, who's the OG of the horror game. And maybe he can put a spin on that. He can play like uh, the the Warren son or something. <laughs> and then we got Toy Story with Christian Bell. He's a great actor who can change his body for any <laughs> flick. Have you yeah. have you seen him as Dick Cheney? Uh-uh. He looks almost unrecognizable. That's crazy. Again. Not almost. He looks unrecognizable. So, I would like to see what he would do with some voice work. He could probably make his voice sound completely different. The dude that Get, played Mr. Potato Head died. So wait, did he? I think I think he did die. Yeah, I think I think he was the one who died. Okay, so he I can think. Be, he can be Mr. Potato or was Slink. I know it wasn't Woody or Buzz. Did did uh dude that be playing Ernest and all them Ernest movies? Did he die? I'm not sure. Somebody died recently, but I don't remember who it was. I know. Now, did Don Rickles die? Don Rickles sounds like a dead person. I'm not too sure. I know uh, Kevin Spacey's career is dying. Yeah, I'm deciding if I want to look this up. I wouldn't even know where to start. Or sit here and think. (laughs) Think. Think. I'll look it up. Think. But yeah, I'm a pat. I'm gonna put Christian Bell at Toy Story just to see what he would do with some voice work. Cause I'm not a hundred. I feel like he has done vo- a, a animation movie, but I also ain't too sure, and I definitely ain't too sure of what the movie would be. All right, we'll move on to this. Okay, so we got Frankie Muniz in Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf in The Conjuring, yep, yep. Logan Lerman in Kingsman, mm-hmm. and Christian Bell in Toy Story. Yep. All right, we got a list of four actresses. We got Marlon Ackerman, okay. uh, Amanda Bynes, mm-hmm. Selena Gomez, mm-hmm. and Zoe Saldana. Okay. Now your franchises are Lord of the Rings. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Pitch Perfect. Okay. Charlie's Angels mm-hmm. and Justice League. Amanda Barnes is going in one of the games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lord of the Rings, I'm throwing uh, Malin Ackerman in there because I don't – I've seen each of those movies once. Haven't seen any of the uh, Hobbit movies, and she just seems like somebody who could play one of those roles. Whether it's good or not, I don't care. Um, then we, got, we have Pitch Perfect, Charlie's mm-hmm. Angels, and what else? And uh, Justice League. Justice League, and we have Amanda Bynes. Uh, I mean, there's, there's one she's perfect for. <laughs> All right, so we got <clears throat> Selena Gomez. I'm throwing in. It's between her and Amanda Bynes for Pitch Perfect, <laughs> but I like the Pitch Perfect franchise, and I like Selena Gomez. R.I.P. to her and the Weekends relationship. Nah, I know they broke up. Um, I'm throwing her in Pitch Perfect. Okay, she could fit easily there, and if because uh, I think this is the final lap for this original cast. Yeah. If this movie makes bank, which it won't, because it's coming out around Christmas, and ain't nothing making movies around money around Christmas unless mm-hmm. your name is Star Wars. 
So if they want to redo that, Selena Gomez could head that joint and it'd still be good. She can act, she can sing, and she was funny on Wizards of Waverly Place back in the day. So I'm assuming she still has that uh, comedic chops. So we have Amanda Bynes, who is about to have to be thrown into Justice League. She seems like, and I'm not saying this would be good. I would like to see how this would turn out. She seems like she could be Ezra's love interest in Flashpoint. <laughs> I mean, it might as well. Because I don't want to see Kiersey Clemens do that anymore. Because yeah, her, her, her acting choices of late have not been sh- putting her in the brightest of light. So... So her flashpoint could either really hurt or really help. So just take her out, throw Amanda Bynes in there. She can take okay. a straight bullet if she wants. And Zoe Zaldana <laughs> does Aldana. action. And she Charlie's Angels. Yeah, she could be funny if she needs to be. So I put her in Charlie Charlie's Angels. Okay. All right. So we got Milo Ackerman in Lord of the Rings, Amanda Bynes in the Justice League, Selena Gomez in Pitch Perfect, and Zoe Saldana in Charlie's Angels. I should have put a. Uh, Amanda Bynes in Lord of the Rings. Oh, that'd be the worst. <laughs> that would be so crazy looking. Now I got four directors for you. All right. Mick G. Is that how you pronounce that person's name? Uh-huh. I always called him MCG. <laughs> you got Martin Scorsese, J.J. Okay. Abrams, mm-hmm. and James Wan. Okay. Here's your franchise. I can already tell you I'm putting that Mick fella at whatever the worst one is. <laughs> All right, so I know exactly which one he's going to. We got Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Okay. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Godzilla slash King Kong. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, one you want to pick. And bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> and our directors were Mick Fella, Mick Martin. G, Martin Scorsese, J.J. Abrams, and James Wan. I'm definitely you not put- putting the last three with Bring It On. <laughs> Even if they decide to make that movie an action-packed cheerleading movie. <laughs> That McFellas go bring it on. Okay. And then we have James Wan, JJ, Martin, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. What are the other two? Deadpool. And Godzilla King Kong. Martin Scorsese doing a Deadpool movie. Just sounds so crazy, but it could be sweet. Deadpool would be darker than it already is. The story would be crazy. The violence would be, I don't know, I'm just, I'm interested to see what Martin Scorsese would do with a comic book movie. So I'm putting him there. The The potential for that could be endless, but it would surely be different from the one we have already. <laughs> he would probably cast Leo as Deadpool. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> he would make Leo lose that uh, little chunk that he's yeah, that gained over the years and get all slim. So then we have J.J. Abrams and James Wan, and we have uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo and uh, King Kong. So I'm putting James Wan with the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Okay. He's done horror movies. He's done action movies. Now it's time to do like a horror-ish thriller type of flick. I think he could do it. I mean, he's one of the best directors out here, so... He just would be making his way around, making himself more well-rounded director. And that leaves J.J. Abrams for this King Kong Godzilla movie, which I could see him actually <laughs> yeah. doing. He would just make uh, a little more bright lens flares, of course. I don't know how he would uh, add those into a movie with <laughs> King Kong Godzilla, but he'd figure it out. So I'm, I'm going to put them there. All right, so up first update on Toy Story deaths. We have... <laughs> Don Rickles did die this year. Okay. So, 
Is he, he the finished. potato head? Yeah, he's okay. Mr. Potato Head, so he already finished three. And Jim Varney, who played Slinky Dog, he he died in 2000. So in the last Yikes. one, last one, Blake Clark, who's recognizable from uh, like Home Improvement and a bunch of different, uh, uh, what's his name, Adam Sandler movies. He started playing him, which I believe his voice is very, very similar to Jim Varney's. Uh, oh, I yeah, they were real good friends, I think. I didn't notice in the third one, so it must be so similar. those are the two deceased cast members. Don't remember why we were talking about that, but mm-hmm. <laughs> why were we talking about that? Oh, I think because uh, oh, Toy Story was one of the movies. And oh, yeah. Christian Bell taking over somebody's oh, okay. voice. okay, so he was... <laughs> so anyway, so voice. update... What you picked, Frankie Muniz is going in the Dragon Ball world as Goku or somebody. Shia LaBeouf in The Conjuring. Logan Lerman in Kingsman. Christian Bell in Toy Story. Mylon Ackerman in Lord of the Rings. Amanda Bynes in Justice League. Selena Gomez in Pitch Perfect. Zoe Saldana and Charlie's Angels with... Who was it? Zoe Saldana, Kristen Stewart, and Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, they would have to reshape that. You know what? It's all crazy. Just yeah. let it play out. We got Mick G directing Bring It On. Who's starring in that? Some no names? Nah, he would get like a... Bella Thorne. She, I'm surprised she hasn't started one yet. Which... But if he's directing it, nah, he gonna get somebody like a Emily Clark or Amelia <laughs> Clark or something. We got um, Martin Scorsese on Deadpool with Leo playing Deadpool. We got J.J. Abrams and Godzilla King Kong. We got James Wan directing The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I can see that. I would, I'll take it. And that was franchise player for this week. Okay. Hey, who's cussing, Clavo? Clavangelis. This is his name. I don't know. Everybody talking about what they're going to do with some checks. I need to get a check first to do something with it. That's all I got. All right, let's run into some topics that we have for this week. How long has this been podcast been going? Because it feels like a lifetime. Where we at? We had, uh, let me guess, 57 minutes. 33. What? <laughs> I swear I was talking about the movies at the beginning for at least a half an hour yeah, alone. This feels crazy. All right, whatever. So, all right, ball so player, ball player. So, since this is Halloween today, mm-hmm. as we record this, and not on the last episode, like I thought was Halloween or Halloween around the corner. Um, Max Landis was asked recently. If I can click the link, I shall have these links all the way already lined up, but I don't. So, Max Landis was um, in an interview talked about this movie that he would I think want to do where he would pair up these famous like horror characters and he said let me first let me get to oh he's asked what uh existing IP he'd like to tackle and he said without a he said without hesitation he said he's been trying to pitch this particular IP that he's about to talk about for like six years then he went to the idea and he was like, uh, this, his story would follow a teenager being adopted by a rich couple, taken to their home, but after eating dinner, he becomes gravely ill and falls into a coma. In the hospital, he wakes inside a dream and realizes his new home is on Elm Street. 
And then he hears, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. So the streets, Elm Street, Freddy stalks the kid, pops out, claws to the face, dead instantly. Except he's not. Freddy can't get his claws out of the kid's face. All of a sudden, chains like the movie Hellraiser, like the cube chains, go all around Freddy, pull him up like a scarecrow, and lock him. Then... (laughs) <laughs> he started talking about how his parents are in the hospital room, having drawn the Hellraiser symbol under the boy's bed. Oh, I really hate ads. Um, also going on to say it was revealed that the parents of Elm Street are really a cult who have sacrificed an innocent man, i.e. Freddy Krueger, to release a demon that would grant them great fortune in exchange for sacrifices. Now they're preparing to sacrifice, sacrifice the demon Freddy himself. So Freddy Krueger now has to team up with the boy to who robs some of his powers whack. to escape, and we ain't done yet. He says they will then travel through different dreamscapes, including a dreamlike nightmare version of Camp Crystal Lake that features a young Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th who can quote-unquote hawk into the evil version. The gang then finds themselves in the good guy doll factory from Child's Play 2, where they find Chucky being tortured by demons. And then he had this long quote that says, so Jason, Freddy, and our kid break Chucky out of the good guy doll factory and head into actual hell, the space between the Never Realm, the Nether Realm to confront Pinhead and the Cenobites, who, who are who the cult worships that originally summoned Freddy, who are actual villains. He said he wants um, like those famous characters to be like the leads and like the good guys of some sort. So he says he's been working on this for six years, but all that you can tell that there's no way that's ever getting made. Yeah, for one, I can picture that not being good. It's just a it's a struggle to even describe what yeah, he's saying. It's a smorgasbord of just characters and just doing stuff with them. With all that said, what classic horror characters would you like to see pair up in a movie? We've already got Jason and Freddy. And if we've got more, I don't remember off the top of my dome. I don't know why I feel like Leprechaun and uh, Chucky been in a movie together. They might have. Uh, I didn't really like too much crazy options. You can you can say you want to see another Freddy vs. Jason sequel, or you can I see don't like particularly want to see that. We got Freddy and Alien. Uh, nah. <laughs> Who? It's like a Leatherface and. Jason or something. I don't know. I clearly don't want to see no movie with multiple. <laughs> yeah, they ain't like yeah, they famous ain't. ones. They haven't had really any good ones. I mean, yeah. the more current famous iterations are probably Pennywise because of this year. White people and all because of Get Out. <laughs> um, Billy or Jigsaw from Saw. Do yeah, do that in uh, Chucky. Make make Chucky the new Jigsaw character. Okay. <laughs> that would look so stupid. <laughs> Chucky coming out on a little bike. <laughs> a little tricycle. <laughs> what else? Then we got uh, all the stuff from this past Conjuring movie. See, Anna, the Annabelle doll. Put them all three in there. Chucky, Annabelle. A little Battle of the Dolls. Yeah. That sound like a Pussycat Doll album. Dang, all for a little split cover. They all got like <laughs> weighing in. Uh, if they did like uh, B2K did back in the day where they each got their own separate cover. Yeah. I ain't getting a Nicole Scherzinger cover. Get a Nicole Scherzinger, uh, other girl. Or you get that one, other girl. I'll probably get the, I only remember one other one and she was mad tan. What was their I names? mean, if Nerd's coming out, if they coming back out, 
Pussy got dogs should combine and get back together. One of them is a legendary group. And uh, what was it? Welcome to Dollhouse. Was that their album? Whatever Welcome their last album was, it was a C L A S S I C that had Ooh, buttons man. and Halo on it. Up my button, that song was fire and like Bottle or something with Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah. That album was bananas. <laughs> you don't ever hear somebody like, yo, that Pussycat Dolls album <laughs> was bananas. Minions. That's, oh, my gosh. Pills. I'm, I'm going off the bananas. I'm going off the bananas line. That's hey. whack. Medicine. I'm just glad you didn't say the, a mo. I'm going off the pills line. <laughs> I'm just glad I ain't hear a mo. On my face. That's weird. <laughs> Odd. Future. Yeah. Wolfgang. Puck. Hockey. <laughs> Sport. Drink. <laughs> I was about to say drink. <laughs> and that's when I would have took him to Gatorade. Gatorade. Nah, that's trash. Gatorade. Gatorade. But you know who would say something? Uh, who else would probably agree agree that the last Pussycat Dolls album was Flames? Offset. No, somebody that will remain first. nameless. Oh, yeah. So, um, yikes. All right, is there any other pairings that you want to see go together besides the Battle of the Dolls? <laughs> nah, nothing I can think of. All right, moving on to one of the biggest, probably the biggest casting of this week. We got the casting for Shazam <laughs> with your boy. Is it Zachary? Zachary. Is it Zachary Levy or Levi? I think it's Levi, but don't quote me on it. All right, Zachary Levi from Chuck is going to start as Shazam or what they might call the movie Captain Marvel if they want to get everybody in a tizzy. Yeah, they aren't, they better not do that. <laughs> they would be jerks if they cuz those <laughs> Captain Marvel comes out the same year as Shazam. I think they're like a month or two apart. So you got yeah, two Captain Marvel movies coming out from two big old uh comic book movie franchises. One I but, can already guarantee is going to be better than the other. <laughs> all right, so is Zachary Levi your choice nope. over? Oh, okay. We got options over the people he allegedly beat out, which is uh, the quote-unquote fan favorite John Cena, somebody by the name of Jack McDorman, <laughs> and I'm gonna pull these people up: Zane Holtz, Billy Mag Magnuson, Magnuson, and last but probably least Derek Feller. So we'll go John Cena versus Zachary Levi. Which one you taking? No, acting. I can't even necessarily say acting-wise because John Cena's not bad. Yeah, 12 rounds was good. Um, he was, was the one I didn't like, The Marine. Oh, he had a bunch of movies that was just go- action movies that was going straight to DVD. Now, physicality. He yeah, wouldn't have be, to train. Yeah, it would be John Cena. John Cena versus The Rock would give me a real wrestling movie vibe, though. But if they get John Cena, they would have to get a kid that is not just a basic kid. Yeah, he got to have like a mean <laughs> and, rock face. And the villain would have to be better. I would want the villain to be better than Shazam. So they would have to get a good actor yeah. to play this no-name villain if John Cena was to lead it. So... I guess I would go Zachary Levi still, but that's just 
in the hopes that he would get humongous. They said he's training now. He got till he February. To, I want him to eat a lot. <laughs> he, Destroy your body where you ain't ever going to recover. Hey, if Christian Bell can flip-flop so much. Christian Bell going to die. Anything is possible. All right, so the next up, you want Jack McDorman or... Zachary Levi. I don't remember who that Jack dude is. He is this fellow right here. I've seen him in stuff. Apparently, he was nah, an American. I think Zachary Levi. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Didn't like his mustache. <laughs> Next, Zachary Levi or Zane Holtz. Let's pull up Zane. I already don't like his first name. So, <laughs> Zane Holtz is this fellow right here. He was in. Holes? What in the Wait, what did he play in the holes? He's 30. Make it or break it. He's fresh off of uh, Freeform. Oh my oh my gosh, what other movies was he in? He just got cast as someone in CW. Nah. Perks of, he was in Perks of Being a Wallflower? He got the look. He was he loved acting with uh Logan Lerman since he was in Percy Jackson. Huh. <laughs> And he looks like a older brother of Zac Efron in this picture. Really does. Yeah, I'm good. I guess Zachary Levi really was the best choice. <laughs> like what y'all, what y'all started out with. Nah, I would have went. It's DC Universe. You can go afford to go for broke. I would have went John Cena. <laughs> All right. Might as well give John Cena one of them movies this time. So you switch him to John Cena? Yeah. All right, so John Cena versus Magnuson. Let me pull this fella up. Mag... I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right. And, oh my gosh. Alright, this is him. He was in, like, Into the Woods, Birth of a Dragon, The Big Short. Angry Wait, really? What's this well, how much money is Ben Affleck making? Because why are they <laughs> really choosing to pick no names? They're like, they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to put all their marbles into the movie to make it good. Then they got time to be paying didn't make no money. Don't remember. I don't remember him in any of the movies that I've seen that he stars in. <laughs> huh. All right. So him or Billy? Or I mean, dang. I said him or Billy. John Cena or Billy? John Cena. All right. And then last but maybe least, Derek Theller or John Cena. I remember who he is. You said you remember who he is? Yeah. I don't know who this dude is. I'm going John Cena. John Cena, yeah, get this movie, John Cena. John Cena is Zachary Levi, I suppose. Oh, it's the buff dude from Baby Daddy. Yeah, I didn't refer to him as that. <laughs> I mean, I could, I say smart guy from you Baby win. Daddy, white lead, baby, or buff dude from Baby Daddy. Nah. Okay, so Ohio State didn't, uh, didn't jump as high as I would think. He had a six right behind us at five. That's crazy. Dang. All right, um, all right. So it looks like John Cena's taking a victory. You say John Cena should have been the go-to guy. I'd have been more interested in the movie if John Cena was in it, whether I dislike I it or not. Yeah, I wouldn't. Couldn't wait to see what he would look like. And he could have really focused on his acting because he wouldn't have to worry about getting buff for it. Yeah, maybe lose some of that neck. I don't want my super. Yeah, maybe he can get like a slender yeah. muscle. Try to slim down that those uh, ginormous neck he has, because I don't want to see <laughs> my superheroes with that uh, wrestler's neck. But all right, keeping it in DC, Garth Evans, the director of The Raid and Raid Two, whatever those movies are called, actually, is apparently in talks to direct the Deathstroke movie, which I guess now again has. Ju- well, it's not has. 
Now, I guess Joe Maglanillo, who was going to play Deathstroke in the Batman movie before, mm-hmm. Matt Reeves came in to direct. <laughs> now, it's looking like he is going to play Deathstroke in a solo movie. First question I have. If all goes well, this guy directs it and old boy stars in it. Could this be the become the best DC movie? Yeah, most most definitely will action wise. Yeah, I think it could. I wish he was doing a different character. Which character? He could do pretty much any. I don't want him doing the Flash because that feels already tainted. <laughs> and I, you would, I don't know if Flash is like, like, would you want to waste his acting talents on the Flash? Nah, he could have did. Is Flash even good at fighting? I feel like he just uses his speed. To maneuver and beat people. I'm trying to see if I even seen Flash on the CW fight anybody. I don't know, but he could do like a Batman. He could literally just do Batman, but put it in the uh, how he did right. Batman got a glove building. I take it that'd be a way to make the budget cheap. Mm -hmm. Each level would be like the Penguin. It'd be action Rattler. Somebody, somebody should really do like. Make it a video game, but a movie. Like yeah. it plays out like a like the like a simple concept, but then play it like a movie. Yeah, so he can do that. He just going through the levels of Arkham, yep. beating the villains. I mean, you got to put more effort into it, but yeah, that no, I wouldn't be mad Other at that. Than that. I don't really like. I don't. I wouldn't want him doing Green Lantern, Superman. Don't. I don't. I want him like a more low. Like, I don't want him f- having a character that's flying through the sky. Okay, I could definitely see Garth Evans directing Batman. Yeah, Who else? Batman. Cyborg? Nah. <laughs> only off the strength of I don't want him, his first superhero movie to star uh, Ray. Black. Whatever his name is. <laughs> Black guy. And uh, Wonder Woman, he can come in, kick the woman out the directing chair. Yeah. <laughs> Make Wonder Woman very action-packed. Your boy Jalil gonna be a free this is crazy. Making <laughs> this is disrespectful. It's oh. Desperation, all because they drafted wrong. That is y'all's fault. He was having he averaged twenty. If the Lakers would have just nah, drafted Jalil like they were supposed to, nah. and not D'Angelo. Yeah, we just the right thing. <laughs> all right, moving on to another part of this question: Should Evans do? The Deathstroke movie before he does Raid 3. So remember a few years ago he said it would take a while for Raid 3 to come out. Now if he does this movie, should he do it before Raid 3? I was going to pick the Raid over any of these DC films. I could see if it was a Marvel movie then I'd probably get that <laughs> into a Marvel movie. i go Raid 3 then you can... Joe been waiting long enough. He can he can wait a, a right. year, he, one more year. He almost lost the row, so he should be all right. That is messed up. This was his dream row. Yeah, he was he taking was, pictures in the costume. <laughs> and he was doing he was on the set of one of those movies. That's that's the craziest part. <laughs> yeah, Josh Whedon must have came in and just booted so many of these people off that Justice League movie. He was like, Zach, what were you he was doing? doing too much. <laughs> All right, me, I, I agree. I can't wait for the Raid 3 to come out if it ever comes out. I mean, it should. Who knows how long that's going to take because the first two, probably the two best action movies to ever come out. So Especially that first one. That first one. That, the scale of the second one was great. It was just you can't 
the first one is easier to pinpoint because it was just it was shorter. It was all happening. The second one focused more on story build up, but then when it did get to the action, the action was bonkers. But every time I think of the first one, I think of when he did that that move with the broken door where uh-huh. he was able he to jump just, backwards and slam that dude's neck on the broken door. That was crazy. So that whole that just if you ain't never seen them movies, definitely go check them out if you're an action fan. Ignore the. Uh, the subtitles you're gonna have to read, cause <laughs> or you can watch it where it's dubbed over. But that I hate, I hate the way that sounds. Mm-hmm. All right, last part of this question: You mentioned you would choose a Marvel movie over the Raid Three if he was doing a Marvel movie, and not a DC movie. What Marvel movie should he direct? And our upcoming ones are Black Panther. Uh, Captain Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, if they made a Punisher into a movie instead of the TV show, he could do that. Seeing Pun- Punisher like, you know what, let me put the gun down for some scenes some- and start just beating you <laughs> up with the fisticuffs. I'm sure who could figure out how to do some gun scenes and stuff. Oh, that'd be dope. So Punisher. Even, yeah, he could do these Netflix ones if they were movies. Because Daredevil would be crazy sweet. He could have made Iron Fist good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Iron Fist, Fist needs some work. Yeah, he could do Iron Fist. He's worked with uh, the Asian persuasion. Yeah. And Iron Fist is supposed to be probably the best of the action. Yeah, so replace this. him with, uh, what's his name that I ne- will never know his name, the star of the Raid movies. Yep. yep. Don't know. And was he the one in awesome Force Awakens too? Was uh, he one him of and, That is the biggest waste yeah. of That's him probably, and the other dude. Besides that movie being so similar to A New Hope, that is the other only main flaw with Star Wars is the fact that you have these action guys and you Put them in a scene where they just standing there talking. The one dude is a superstar over there, and they used him as a Dang. extra. They could have had, they could have saved him for like the third movie, and then they're like one of Kylo Ren's minions or dummies Some. or something. And then Ray come out, twin Desi's, and battles them both at the same time. But whatever, uh, that's crazy. I'm just talking. All right, so moving away from DC, we're going to move into another big franchise, the Fast and the Furious franchise, which is crumbling in front of our eyes. Yeah, all because of one man. (laughs) I'm so mad that franchise or that uh, that tour is only going to be overseas for right now because they got the tour dates. None of them is in the United States because I definitely want to see that Fast and the Furious live action tour that's coming out here soon. Hopefully they move or hopefully next year or 2019 they have some. U.S. dates. But anyways, apparently Justin Lin and Jordana Brewster are coming back for Fast 9 and 10. Meaning Justin Lin will direct the last two features, unless he's just going to produce. And then Jordana Brewster's character is somehow going to be written back into the movie. Yeah. Now, first up, is Lin the right director to end the series? He's already directed Fast and the Furious 6, Fast 5? He did. Oh, Tokyo Drift. He did. And he did the other ones before he didn't do. So he did. I think he did. Did he do them all? Did he, he do yeah, he did. Tokyo Drift up to Tokyo Fast 6? Tokyo Drift, 4, 5, 6. Then James Wan t- stepped in for 7. And then, and then F. Gary. Gary did 8. So is Lynn the right director to come back 
and finish the franchise, or would you want one of the previous, like uh, John Singleton, or a new nah. person to end it? I'll take uh, Justin Lin to end it off, since he was the one who steered the ship back yeah. <laughs> where it needed to be. Even though he, first he steered it yeah, off the he cliff. he crashed it. <laughs> and then he then was he able to. step back. <laughs> look at all his mistakes. That's some confidence. He was he able was to like, levitate hey, that joint. I destroyed y'all's franchise. <laughs> but look, give me the opportunity to fix it. I'm and trying he, to. He eased in. I'm trying to imagine Brian and Dom Tokyo drifting. Yeah. I think that, I think that was a good concept on paper that. <laughs> Just did not get executed, and it didn't help that you had Bow Wow and some terrible actor by the yeah. by a guy who looks like he's fifty year older years older than he actually is. But whatever, terrible accent. All right, so you going with uh, Lynn as the right director yeah, to end can, it? He can finish this off. Uh, I'll take that. Um, James Wan. It would be dope if he did another one, but I like where he's going with his career. He's trying to save DC. He probably try to save some other stuff too. So I don't need him. F. Gary Gray. Nah, it's either Justin Lin or I would like to see another director take a stab at it. Maybe like a well, I want it to be a yeah, to be a superstar director. Oh yeah, no, no name. Like maybe like a Leonardo DiCaprio steps in and does his first director. Yeah, it gotta be, it gotta be a mess. <laughs> that would be hard. That scared the mess out of me. <laughs> what is that? Oh, that's coming from. Is it coming from this? Oh, somehow ESPN decided to just play one of his videos for no reason. Okay. Um, all right. So moving. All right. So moving on to Jordana. Explain to me how they're going to bring her character back. Because if you don't know, Jordana Brewster's character was married to Brian, aka Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. And they wrote Paul Walker's character out by him just wanting to be with his family. Paul Walker is dead in real life. R.I.P. Paul so. Walker. So how are they going to bring her character back? Kill Brian off in the movie, and she wants some revenge on whoever killed him. Then I would have much rather y'all killed kill him. him in that movie. Yeah, they really should have. Kill him now. <laughs> the, the sensitivity level's gone, I think. Not for uh, Vin Diesel, because yeah, you Diesel know. That. That's right. Vin Diesel's basically the script writer for these movies. Yeah, you know every time he walks into the, the first meeting for the first movies, yeah, he always no. comes. <laughs> With a Pablo T-shirt on, my friend. You got uh, Ludacris and Tyrese and Dwayne and Michelle just rolling their eyes. Like (laughs) we love him too, but Jesus Christ, every time. (laughs) This is for you, Pablo. (laughs) All right, so so you think they're gonna kill off Brian? (laughs) I doubt they're gonna. I don't know how they're gonna write her back in. Yeah, this is wild. Probably gonna say Brian's at home with the kids. I don't like that. Do Do not make him a stay-at-home dad. They gotta kill him. Respectfully kill him, like in the line of duty or something. See, that that makes the only sense because I don't want to see him as a stay home dad. Don't say somehow he's went to jail. That would be crazy. Don't say that she's there visiting the family, and while she's visiting the family, that's when some ruckus breaks out. Right, they need to CGI him into this movie. If y'all ain't gonna kill him off, CGI him. She just needs to not be in the movie. Her presence wasn't missed. So, it wasn't noticeable, that's for sure. So, and if y'all needed her to be in the movie, do it like over FaceTime. Like, yeah. Oh, Brian's up back with the boys. He's <laughs> yeah, all right, bye. And that's all we need. Just check in because at the end of the day, that is Vin Diesel's character's sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That is Dom's sister. That is not in the yeah. movie. If she comes back, Brian has to come back. So that means y'all need to find the Dragon Balls. 
Wish up that dragon. Yeah, just bring him back. And wish for Paul Walker to get resurrected. Dang. If you had, All right, if, if you found seven dragon parts. All right, go ahead. You had seven Dragon Balls. Uh-huh. Who are you wishing about? It's going to be actor or anybody. It could, we'll just do actor, but I'll even give you some options just in case. So we got Paul Walker, mm-hmm. Heath Ledger. Now, who else is dead? I know, I need a list of Who's dead a people. solid dead? Oh, you dead person that's coming to my head is Gary Coleman. Dead. <laughs> He was not a this movie star. A Halloween episode. Uh-huh. There you go. All right, so I need to. Like Bernie. I don't want to say Bernie Mac because he's funny, and you. Would... And I definitely wouldn't bring Bernie Mac back. <laughs> hey, rest in peace, Bernie. Yeah. So you got Heath. Look, is them the only two dead actors I can? Nah, think there of? gotta be some famous Heath famous Ledger. Recent Paul Walker. <laughs> recent dead actors. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh-huh, okay. Um, uh, Robin Williams. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Um, I said actors, not famous people. Who else is dead? Daddy, daddy, dead. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're going off of them, except Robin Williams, Philip, Hugh, Paul Walker. Did we say another one? So I had to go step by step. Robin Williams is a legend. Michael Clark Duncan. Okay. Michael Clark, no. He's he could did he could have did some he he missed out on some roles after his death, but mm-hmm. not enough for me to put him number one. Uh, Robin Williams is a legend, but he did all his dirty work in the past. I don't know if I would see him even though he could make a Resur- career. He would have saved us from this Jumanji. Yeah, he would have said, no, this is not a way to do me right. <laughs> and he probably would have killed like some serious some serious movies again in his later years. But yeah. no, Philip Seymour Hoffman, no, even though he was funny in Along Came Polly. Um, uh, between- the dude that played uh, Famous Jet Jackson. Nope. Uh, no offense to him. <laughs> that was so mean. Yeah, I say- wouldn't bring you back. Yeah. So we... So we get the Dragon Balls, uh-huh. and then uh, Shenron, the dragon, yeah. he lets us personally get on the Nimbus Cloud to go up and pick some people pick up. Like, so we're like, nah, not you. A, you do it like a gel lineup. <laughs> you got God behind you. It's like, which one you pick? you like, nah, seven, you can go. Uh, but it'll be between Hugh, or I almost said Hugh Hefner. I'm not bringing Hugh Hefner back. He lived enough years. Yeah, you, you did everything. Alan Thicke died. Oh, Anton Yochin. That's a good one, but still no. He got another movie coming out next year with. Uh, How many movies did this young man <laughs> film before he? With what's her name? Uh, Bad Bangs. Anya Taylor Joy. Oh yeah. And Olivia Cook, which looks good. But I'm like, when did y'all shoot this movie? Man, I keep getting Bobby Christina Brown died. Yeah, but I ain't bringing her back. Yeah, she um, ain't no actress. R.I.P. It'll be between Brittany Murphy. She did a movie with Eminem, but no. He's between Heath Ledger and Paul Walker. It would really depend on the day. If I'm really in my feels about how the Fast and, Franchi- Fast and Furious yeah, franchise ain't the same, I'm bringing Paul Walker back. And if there was like an opportunity for him to play Green Lantern with Tyrese, 
in the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, bring him Paul Walker. Tyrese blew all his opportunities to come because <laughs> he sure Corey Monty from Glee. Nah. Uh, <laughs> all right for you to you though. It would probably be Heath Ledger because Heath Ledger was young. He was just getting on his game. He has one of the best roles ever. So seeing what he would do, like because he showed I could dabble in comic book movies. I could mm-hmm. do some serious dramas. He was just getting he was finding his footing in acting and it's unfortunate that he had to die Aaliyah was an actress but she was about to do the queen of the damned and stuff she was gonna do honey so what she had lined up wasn't looking too good (laughs) so if you want to talk about music then cool because that's fine she had hits but i'm going with heath ledger make sure there ain't no other all right so heath ledger welcome back hopefully (laughs) Hopefully you don't take this time for granted. Obviously, you said Gary Coleman, so he <laughs> nah, I'm straight. He had a, like a brain hemorrhage. R.I.P. to him. Um, all right, is that? I don't know how we got to that topic, but surely don't know. We were talking. I don't feel like figuring this one out. And I think that's all the topics I have. Anything else you want to end off with before we move on to the punishment segment? I ain't got nothing else. All right, so I got two nominees. Okay. One is, um, let me just jump on the train with everybody else. It's Kevin Spacey for <laughs> allegedly sexually assaulting a 14-year-old yeah, boy nasty, Mr. Kevin. all them years ago, or Regal Cinemas. <laughs> and let me pull up their the reason they would get it. All right, hit that old link. Off a road, that page don't exist no more. All right. Uh, oh, that page just doesn't exist. I gotta actually Google Regal Cinema. Googly, great googly moogly. Did they just completely do away with what they were gonna do? Oh, they might have just. <laughs> they might have just said, "Oh, that idea was stupid. We're not <laughs> doing that anymore." Hold on, Regal Cinema. Which, alright, I'll give you some bars while he's looking. Oh, gosh. I say, yo! It's Kyle Knight, Pusha K. Kyle Knight, what's his face? I think I found it. Eight, crimple leg. I found it. plate. Okay, oh, gosh. Alright. Regal Cinema is considering raising their ticket prices for hit movies. But dropping them for bombs. That's stupid. So moviegoers could (laughs) sue be paying more to see a blockbuster movie than they would and they would pay less for these movies that are considered bombs. Um they announced they would be testing this demand based pricing for films. I think it would be like starting next year. And that's really the gist of it. Yeah, I'm not gonna scroll through this long article anymore. But yeah, so That's you stupid because guess what's gonna happen? All the other theaters are gonna keep the prices the same, do way better than y'all, because y'all charging twenty dollars to go see a uh, Thor Ragnarok. When exactly. <laughs> everybody and else is charging seven. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, if you're gonna be the only one who does that, that doesn't make sense because <laughs> everybody else could keep theirs the same. Yep. And then uh, they're out of that. Yeah, they dumb. The the movies, you would think they would be upset at it because they're like, all right, if y'all charging more. Then they're not gonna see this big movie that we spent a bunch of money on. Yeah. The people who make these quote unquote bombs, they'll be happy uh-huh. because all right, you're forcing more people or you're giving 
more people a chance to come see our movies. Yeah, it should which, really be like a dollar. So who you going with, Regal Cinemas or Kevin Spacey? I'm going Regal because Kevin Spacey just being disgusting and nasty, but it was 30 years ago. <laughs> so we're yeah. going to go with... That was a long time ago. I, this Some game of telephone might have been played where mm. we get nailed, uh, memories <laughs> construed. Now the real question is, out of these two terrible basketball games, you got the Kings and the Pacers, <laughs> Suns and the Nets, which one is more appealing to watch? Probably right. the Nets because they got deloading. That's definitely not true. But the what was the other game? The Pacers and versus the Kings. The, uh, yes, if you really feel like watching Oladipo versus and what happened to the league <laughs> pass? It's a gone. Huh. Well, <laughs> don't know what that. I don't even know what. Yeah, Regal Cinemas. Hey, Regal Cinemas, you are on punishment. Fellas and ladies, for for one, trying to hide the fact that y'all was thinking about this idea, for making me look for it even more, and for coming up with this dumb idea in the first place. Unless y'all got more of a detailed explanation for how this would play out, it doesn't seem like it would work for me. You definitely would kill off like Movie Pass. They would have to even restructure their <laughs> their process even more, and they have some fine print on them that would make you hate them if they would have put those things into effect. But either way, Regal Cinemas, nah, fam. If you're trying to get your your uh, your business imploded, or if you're trying to go back on this new pricing scheme immediately, do this stupid idea. But if you want to, you know, stay ahead in the game, just just raise your your popcorn up by like fifty more cents. Yeah, because <laughs> we if you if people My are like me, icy is real expensive. Yeah, they'll get in a predicament where they're like, this movie's two hours long. I don't want to sit here without a drink or a snack in front of me. I guess I gotta stoop down and pay ten dollars for this small bucket of popcorn. Alright, so moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. Tomatoes. We have to resolve... Uh, what movie is it? What movie is it? Two movies. That's Jigsaw. And thank you for your service. First up is Jigsaw, which I will say has a better review than sure I does. thought. One of their best in the series. Which I don't like because it's probably the worst movie <laughs> of the series, if not the second worst. But so for Jigsaw, right now, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, it is sitting at, I believe, a 40%. It is sitting at a 40% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. I guessed 25%. Okay, what did I say? You went with 18%. What the heck? Giving me the victory. I got caught up in how bad the mother movies were. Mm, I would have expected a sequel that didn't need to be made. The trailer didn't look the best. It really didn't. And all the other reviews for I was I was gonna guarantee would be better movies are terrible. Forty percent is pretty high. All right, so that uh, increases my lead. Moving on to thank you for your service. That is sitting at a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes with your boy Miles Teller. I gave it a 68%. 
you went with 44%. Oh, my gosh. Boosted my lead even more. So now for this week, the movie is A Bad Mom's Christmas, which comes out tomorrow as we're recording this. It It has has nothing. That thing is probably horrible then. Now, I don't remember what the first one was, uh, what his score was, but I believe it had good reviews. But what are you going to guess for A Bad Mom's Christmas that had the audacity to come out the same weekend as Thor? <laughs> That's why it has to come out a couple of days before it gets some money. I'm going uh, 35%. All right. I got to go for broke. You said 35%? Yeah. All right. So you say 35 me, I've, I've literally heard nothing about this movie. They're really hiding this from critics. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going high with that 35. I'm going on a limb, tree branch, and say. Uh, that was whack. I'm old. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was one of the worst punchlines ever. I'm going with 55%. Okay. I'm taking a risk and thinking that. Even though there ain't no reviews, maybe it's not as bad as it's looking like. You know when movies start going to themes. Dude, that's what. <laughs> with their movies that weren't themes. They immediately did that. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. At least it took uh, Harold and Kumar about four movies before they did their Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that movie. Alright, so... All right, so I'll give you another opportunity. We can do one movie or two movies. Two movies. I got to try to catch up. It's the best way. I'll either just keep getting blown out or start <laughs> right. making up some ground. So we'll move on to next week. By the way, Justin Chatwin's. Oh, yeah. For a little bit, I was doing people's birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> Is it his birthday today? Yeah, he turned 35. Shout out to Justin Chatwin who did. He Goku. And was on Shameless. Oh, yeah. Um, it's also... Uh, Peter Jackson's birthday. He turns 56. Uh, mm. Happy birthday. He's only 56 years old. That's yeah, a surprise. He's way older. Happy birthday to uh, Rob Schneider from Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. <laughs> Dang, I know that was his go to movie. <laughs> he turns 54. And if John Candy was alive, he would be having a birthday today. Um, anybody else of note? Ruben Fleischer's birthday today. He turns 43. You direct the Gangster Squad, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Leticia Wright, who is in the upcoming Black Panther, she turns twenty-four. Huh? She sounds like somebody who would be in Black Panther. <laughs> uh, she's like one of his bodyguards, I think. Oh, uh, happy birthday to Willow Smith today. How old is she? Is she eighteen yet? She turns seventeen. She's been a child for a while. Um, happy birthday. Is Jaden 18 yet? He he has to be. There ain't no way he's not. Happy birthday to Vanilla Ice. He turns 50. Um, Him and Peter Jackson are close in age? <laughs> Yikes. Happy birthday to Mateo Arias. You may know him as... He's a rapper. The little boy from... I want to say Hannah, yeah, the boy in Hannah Montana, the little one, and he also was in Kicking It. He turns 22. Mm. Isn't there somebody on that show named Moises? 
Oh, is that that's his brother? Are oh, they both on here? Mm-hmm. They both are on them shows, but his brother turns twenty three. Mm. Moises is the one that be hanging out with uh, Jaden. That's an odd name. Oh, Michael Malley from stuff like Parenthood and Sully and one of the other shows he did. Boring. watching Sully <laughs> he again. He turned 51. He seems way older than that. Yikes. Those were birthdays from this week. Yeah, shout out to all y'all, y'all's losers. Y'all's loser birthdays. All right, we so. in the middle. Oh, yeah, the next movie. I'll give you an option between Murder on the Orient Express and Daddy's Home 2. Which one do you think is going to have no reviews by the time we do the next episode? <laughs> Man, we we getting the thick of the year where the movies is coming back to back. Thor this year or this week, then Murder on the Orient Express next week, and then after that, Justice League finally comes out. We can settle it once for all if this movie's good or not. And then I think something else uh, anticipated comes out right after that, all the way up until... Star Wars. Ever again. We can do Murder on the Orient Express. Alright. I'm giving it a... 74%. Murder on the Orient Express. You're giving us... going what I believe is low. You said that's your low one? Ah, yeah. You said 74? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna shock y'all right here. I really want to see this movie, but I am going to give this a forty-three okay. percent. Yeah, I really want to see. I, it. I like the cast. Hungry. I mean, I don't necessarily like the cast all that much. I just like that Daisy Ridley's <laughs> in it. Finally, and and I just like those type of whodunit flicks. So I think I like that aspect of it. But I think story-wise, I think it might get shellacked when it comes to <laughs> critics. But we're going to see. So, all right, Murder on the Orient Express, you gave 74, and I went with 43. So we will resolve that movie in a couple weeks. We got A Bad Mom's Christmas next episode. All right, any Blu-rays for this week? Blu-rays, Blu-rays, blue, 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 blue. Blu-rays, Blu-rays. Quavo mm-hmm. need to give us a, a hook about Blu-ray. movies. Alright, out on Blu-ray this week We got two movies The first movie is The Dark Tower No <laughs> Never want that to see that garbage That was 60% freshness Our second and last movie for this week is Kidnap starring Holly Berry I would put that as a low might rent If somebody <laughs> wanted to see that I don't plan on watching it again But it was better than I expected it to be those are the movies for this week. Maybe next week it'll be better variety. Nope. <laughs> Just got a head start and look. <laughs> All right, what movie you would like to see before the next episode? Obviously. We'll see Thor Ragnarok. I will enjoy it. And that's all I'm going to pinpoint for this week. Same, because I'm in a predicament where watching movies is a lot harder for me this week. <laughs> so I would definitely see Thor. Hopefully I can see something else, but that is not a given. <laughs> All right. This has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you call it. It is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Did I say Robert Balmain Jr.? I don't remember. But we always know that I'm Silk Pajamas. 
They always call me Belly Rolling. They always call me Nubron James. They be like, is that him? They be like, nah, that's Caesar Christ. They be like, oh, is that Nady Wise? Nah, that's Nady Crosby. Nope. They do be like, hey, that's Nasaw. They do be like, (laughs) Nasaw sounds nasty. (laughs) They do be like, there go Rolly Man. It's Kyle Knight, Pusha K. Kyle Knight, what's his face? Kyle Knight ate the crumble layoff a collection plate. Kyle Knight, Kyanya. Kyle Knight, Osama. Kyle Knight popped a willy on his Yokohama. It's Kyle Knight, Cool Breeze. Two for 20 tall tees. Kyle Knight tried to open his mansion door with his boat keys. It's Kyle Knight, Kyrie's. Kyle Knight, five feet. Kyle Knight did the kickflip on the concrete. Sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Update on either our Christmas episode or our 100th episode extravaganza. I am not even garnering responses <laughs> from previous guests. Oh. <laughs> Either they heard the episodes or we lose them. I'm trying to think of what we possibly said on some of these episodes. It depends on who. That's <laughs> all so I'll say. I won't disclose who I'm struggling with. And I guess that I booked that we hadn't had on the podcast yet. Can't get the... Nothing set in stone with them because they are so often on with the responses. So now I am going to move my attention towards some different guests of different calibers. Dang. I want to try. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get something going. We're gonna have a big blow episode. People need to just answer your boys. Yeah, I don't know what what's happening, and I haven't looked for other or. Er, Contacted any other guests recently, so we'll see. Look out for something special. And is this the part where we say Jai Courtney sucks? Where you at? My Jai Courtney, you about to be on the Where's Morgan list. (laughs) We do actor version. Where you at? Uh, uh, Miles Teller sucks. He got two high-rated movies out. I ain't seen yeah, none of them yet. I ain't yet. seen them. Um, Theo James sucks. Alex Rose sucks. Rami was in Malcos. rings. I can verify he was in <laughs> rings. <laughs> Rami Malco sucks. Uh, uh, Chingy sucks. Always. Taylor Kish? Is, is he there? Taylor Kish sucks. Nat Wolf? Nat Wolf sucks. Nina Dobrev <laughs> is the, always the honorary girl. Do we have a different lady? As I pull up these pictures of Ansel Elgert. Oh, my gosh. Ansel Elgert's Halloween costumes suck. Yeah. Uh, nobody from Baby Sir I'll put in there. Nobody from Marshall. Nobody from Jigsaw. Because I believe there was... Eh, I mean, Natalie... I didn't. I don't expect good acting from Jigs or songs, yeah. except for if your name is Donnie Wahlberg, um, <laughs> and Tobin Bell, and the girl from the the originals, um, 
who had her own TV show on VH1. I don't remember. Screen Queens. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Nobody from the Avengers. Nobody from Interstellar. I guess yeah, it was just Nina Dobrev again. Uh, shout outs to King Ansel, the baby driver, who won us all back from one movie that was great, one hit song, mm-hmm. and having the best verse on that Logic song. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I will show you this picture of him in this big jacket with all these patches on it. <laughs> <sighs> He's never. He gotta get a different haircut. And he he even got close ups of his this sound. I want to know what SoundCloud rapper that is. Even this picture, one. I don't want to see just Ansel one Elgert, pectoral. You could stand to do some push ups and sit ups. <laughs> I ain't asking for you to bulk up or nothing. But your, the definition on your body is none. Here's him with his girlfriend, dressed very crazily. <laughs> At least he's not dressed like he went to yeah. Hot Topic yesterday right now. That that one out for you. Is there any other funny besides this looking like he's about to do a song with Fetty Wap? He's hanging out with, uh, no Russell one should Westbrook. be doing songs with Fetty Wap anymore. <laughs> Arsenal the Rebels doing songs with Fetty Wap, but they both from New Jersey. Yeah, so. and they're both not popping mainstream-wise. Anyways, I guess that's the end of the podcast. Feels right. like we don't end it like that normally. What is yeah, this I, don't, <laughs> I was sitting here looking on my phone as if we were already done. But, <laughs> um, all right, guess we got to end this off with the, yeah? I guess that mark. is. It's Kyle Knight, bye-bye. Oh, yeah, Kyle Knight, up. Wi-Fi. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Knight uncircled words on his paper with a highlight. Gosh, you would think I can't hear you no more, but I'm clearly can because taking my headphones off did Cans. nothing. Soda.